Hey kids, you're listening to Nothing in Moderation with Travis and Mike. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on this regularly scheduled dumpster fire. You can catch us on all the social medias under at Nothing in Mod Pod. So let's go ahead and get this hillbilly hog fight underway. I am also still recording. I'm right around okay. like 53 seconds. Well, I stopped recording, so I'm, I'm down to 11 seconds. So that'll help me to yeah. figure this the fuck out later, though. So, <laughs> Got him. All right. Well, fuck my life. Now that we've got through all the fucking tef- technical difficulties of this being our first fucking podcast ever. The Teflon difficulties. Sweet Jesus. I uh, I don't know what the fuck I got going on over here. It's this fancy, it's fancy-ass Mac. That's the problem. There you go. I think I'm kind of loud. All- I got to turn my volume down here just to be safe. Wait, your microphone has a volume button on Yours it? Yours does too. We have the same microphone. It's on the bottom. Wait, 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 wait. I bought two of the exact same microphone so we wouldn't have this problem. Are you sure? Yeah, Jesus Christ. I'm going to have to cut all this out now. Here with are fucking touching buttons and shit. No, mine doesn't have a knob. It just has it's like a It's not a knob. It's a little push button. button. <clears throat> yeah. All right, I found it. <laughs> it's like a little amplifier rheostat yeah. thing. Your mom's a rheostat thing. Ooh, hey, you. burn. <clears throat> that's that's a, a byproduct of the COVID. Yeah, well, when you've had it 37 times, because you, <laughs> you, be- you go on the Walmart <laughs> vacations. Uh, welcome to Carnival. <laughs> like, listen, I want to be trapped in some place with a bunch of people I don't know. Right. Everyone lick the admission lollipop. Yeah. Jesus. I, God, the crew sounds fucking terrible. You know, I've been on two or three of them at this point and they're just not my not my jam nope. i mean if you if you just want to have a floating buffet and not really do anything then they're okay but uh i get really bored. you know where i can have a floating buffet in my new pool in pool <laughs> <laughs> the little one for fernando yeah, no that's that's not fernando's that's fernando's mom and dad's pool fernando's is uh one of the big rubber made container things i bought okay. for 62 dollars walmart sells a 10 foot round 36 inch tall or 30 30 inch tall uh blow up pool basically like just the top ring blows up the rest of it is like a liner that you fill with water and it doesn't you know the the ring is filled with air it floats yeah it's filled with air like you had to get my compressor out and fucking fill her up um but it was 62 dollars and it came with a filter for for what so i don't have to constantly change the water like you would in some other bullshit pool in your wallering hole? Yeah. I'm I'm actually super uh, excited to use it Saturday after we get done mowing. I'm going to fucking bring home like six bags of ice. And just slosh around yeah. in, in this little puddle? Yep. I actually, uh, I set up, I set it up, I, I sat the whole day on sun, or on Monday, I, or Sunday, I watched. I would go outside every hour or so, and I'd see where the most shade in the yard was the whole day, and that's where I put it up. So, Old man yells at clouds. Yeah, pretty much. Because, you know, nobody wants to fucking bathe in soup. So no, well, You can just get yourself a little pump and recircuit and have the pump. It came uh, with a pump. pump. water around like a bonfire. It could. It came, it came with a pump. Tub. I just got to get some metal to 
heat up the water. Although I'm sure the hot water would melt the cheap Chinese plastic of the pump. <laughs> so it's not hot. Yeah. It's warm. I'm doing air quotes. Our fucking neighbors got a fence finally and they have a dog, but because they didn't have a fenced in area, they would just take the dog on walks. Well, now they have a fenced-in area, so they just fucking take the dog to the fenced-in area, and all Lizzie does is fucking bark at the dog all goddamn day. Oh. New dog, new yeah. dog, new it's dog, It's the same dog. dog. But it's new. Yeah, it's because you haven't tried to eat it yet, you fucking shit bird. Oh, man. So, That's a good tip. Yeah. What kind of dog is it? Uh, I don't really know. It's a sweet little. I've, I've, I've met it and pet it a couple of times, but I didn't ask what type of dog it was. It's a, it's not a, it's not a pitable, so. Little velvet hippo. Yeah, kind of. That's Stevie's a little tiny velvet hippo. She's soft. Oh, so's Lou. Yeah. Fucking Lou. Cuddly little fella. <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, got your ass kicked in Mario Kart this weekend, I see. <sighs> you motherfucker. It happens. It I he kept playing after you logged off. Maddie Cakes and his wife jumped on yeah. for for probably four sessions, nice. and I did really okay yeah. <laughs> uh, until the gummies kicked in, and then I went from like <laughs> top three to bottom three. Yeah, I think adding in the non-computer players was the way to do it. There's also yeah. a trick to start the little group that you have to start to play with your friends. There's a way to do that and then play in rooms with other online players, which I need to sort out so we can do that. So Yeah, we're getting way too advanced. I can't even figure out how to launch oh, <laughs> correctly yeah, you got, on the You gotta the get it you gotta start pressing A right as like when it clicks to two, I count one one thousand and then I hit A. And it's before it clicks to one, seemingly enough. I know that doesn't make sense in the counting world. But that's how it works. Um, and then I almost, I would say six out of ten times, I nail it right on right on the spot. And so you effectively floor it on the two yeah. and then it launches? Yep. So whatever it my reaction time is from two till I press the button <laughs> is the amount of time it takes to... Because if you do it too late, it doesn't get you anything. If you do it too right. early, it spins you out. It used to be if you revved it every time the light turned on. Rune, yeah. Rune, and then floored it uh, when it turned green, you'd huh. take off, you know, yeah. shooting flames and stuff. Hmm. But, and when we played with Maddie Cakes, every single time, dude, he'd yeah. lurch out on us. Yeah. Oh, for those of you that don't know, uh, this is the Nothing in Moderation podcast. Welcome. We're glad you could join us. Hey. Uh, also, for those of you that don't know, Travis and I bought Nintendo Switches. <laughs> Actually, I think I bullied you into buying it. You did. So. For my birthday, I bought my wife a Nintendo Switch. That was it. Was we played it, Mario? It Kart. was my birthday too. I got my birthday present that's, early. That's true. It's what June? So, June eighteenth. June. Yeah, I'll be I'll June be forty 18th. in a few weeks. That's Juneteenth, right? No, June Juneteenth is I think the seventeenth, but it might be. Okay. I think it's also Father's Day. Fucking, it's all fucked up. And and the so. sister's birthday is right in that range too. Yeah, yeah. My dad's birthday is like the week before. Oh no! The official date for Juneteenth is the nineteenth. Okay, so the so Monday after on one my birthday. side of your day. Yeah. So, all the Juneteenth. Now, is that on every Monday? I think it's on Mondays. Like I think it's actually always okay. on the nineteenth. If that, I, I would. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> it can't be both. I think it's always the nineteenth of June is the official Juneteenth holiday. So. Okay. But I might be wrong you about just, that. Who the fuck knows? Somebody. Not me. I guess I could Colors. have left it up on the Googler. 
We could have checked the buttholes of Africa calendar. We could have, but I don't think you put it on there. You put other random shit on there. <laughs> yeah, like International Chocolate Chip Day. Yeah, it's, it's June 19th every year is the official okay. Juneteenth holiday. So That just went into effect in the last couple of years, right? Yeah, I think it was... Yeah, I don't remember. Was it under the Biden? No, no, it was before that. I think it was... It may have actually been under Trump. I think it was one of the things he did Man. to get... To get fucking people to say that he did so much for the black people <laughs> I can still remember a family member saying he doesn't hate black people his driver's black and it, <laughs> as congress is marching out a single black individual that is a friend and saying see we're not racist we got black friends that's like oh man <laughs> that's not the way that uh, works effective June 17 2021 and it was actually the congress that passed it in 2021 so that is under Biden. Yes, I thought it was before that. So maybe. All right. Well, then we take it back. I don't. Trump I, has done I nothing still, for the yeah, black community. Yeah, I, I didn't <laughs> think he had done anything for them anyway. So. Oh God, I got my foot tangled up. Hang on. No, oh, I thought you were gonna poop yourself. No, that was earlier. <laughs> I uh, I got I I I don't think I told you. Jen and I changed offices, so the one I have is a little bit bigger. She moved into the other room that's a little bit smaller. Um, but I, I haven't set my desk up cause I don't know if it's exactly where I want it. So I just have shit strewn about everywhere for cords under the desk and I just kick them all day and it pisses me off. But <laughs> I, was this the desk that the studio was in? Yes. Or the, the room? Yeah. 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 That's all. It's a RC room. It's a studio room. If I still had the Peloton, it would be a Peloton room. So, <laughs> I mean, I can see it all. Yeah. I know the audience can. Yeah. Well, fuck them. It's <clears> one <throat> of the, uh, sections of the multi-billion dollar dumpster. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm just putting that in. I may just put that in the beginning of the show this week or at the end. I don't want to put it in the end. We should just do a Halloween episode when it's not Halloween. That would be funny. I'm gonna figure that out. We might have to write that down. Put that in the put that in the notes. You know what, kid? Write that down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is that from? Uh, like where the main character comes up with an idea and he looks at the supporting character and he's like, "Write that down." I don't remember. Is he telling someone to take notes? That's something obscure that only you would remember anyway. The, Speaking uh, of obscure, oh. in in movies and stuff, the wife and I watched, um, oh, what was it? We, we watched The Mask mm-hmm. this weekend with Jim Carrey. And I remember when he ruled the world effectively, he had two top you know movies in one year type deal. But it's Cameron Diaz's first big movie. Mm-hmm. You know, aside from the S&M photo shoot that she did. But so we we watched that and then we watched There's Something About Mary. Yeah. So so Ashley goes, what we should do is watch a movie and then whoever the supporting character is, the main supporting character, the next movie we watch, they need to star in. And then so like in in The Mask, Cameron Diaz is a supporting character. So then you have to watch Baywatch? So we watch it. Well... <laughs> Was she in the Baywatch movie? What? I don't think so. She was in Charlie's Angels. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But Ugh. but anyway, so then she's the main character in something about Mary, and Ben Stiller <laughs> is like the leading supporting role. So we would then need to watch a Ben Stiller movie. Oh, God. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, it got bad real quick. <laughs> this is, so this is like, a terrible oh, plan. How can I defeat this? I was like, we could go right into Mystery Men. And then you have to pick between William H. Macy 
as a star in a movie or Janine Garofalo. Oh, God. That sounds, that's worse then, than Ben Stiller. Yeah, then you just go to Wet Hot American Summer and it's over. Yeah. What do you do then? Nothing. You fucking punch yourself in the nuts for doing something so terrible. You call it a weekend yeah, and move on. Much. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have made it past the first movie. God, I just can't get into movies. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, there's like three movies that I'll stop and watch no matter what. Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Yep. Fight Club. Um, really? Yeah, and Shawshank Redemption. Okay. God, I will just. But I'll want to talk about just, a it, long I know, movie. but it's just one of those things. Like when it's on, I will just stop what I'm doing and I will watch it. Like I won't ever go I looking had for plans it. But if today, I'm scrolling, but the Shawshank is on in passing, yeah. so I've got to finish it. Yeah. So I started. Uh, I started watching uh, Succession today. So that's the one with uh, <laughs> the old the old cranky guy, right? <laughs> it's the one with the uh, the chief from Super Troopers. Okay, and he's the star, and the problem that I have so far with it is that every time he talks, I just want him to say that I'm a pistol whip. The, no, I'll, I'll pistol whip the next one of you that says shenanigans. Yeah. And like that's all I want he him to say, a, and he's playing a super serious character, but he's also an asshole, so it kind of works. I had seen in interviews and stuff. He he said he was tired of being on the show because the the other lead character is a method actor. And he disagrees, the old man disagrees with method acting. He's like, that's bullshit. Just do the fucking job. <laughs> it's, you know, it's weird too, because I, I notice, and I don't know if it's intentional. I have to imagine that with a giant program like this and HBO being behind it, that it's intentional, but there's like awkward zoom ins on the characters, like after they start talking. And I don't know if it's like meant to be filmed almost like from the perspective of like a cell phone camera or what their deal is but there's just very weird shot angles and shit like that where it's almost like it's a it's like a hodgepodge bullshit and i don't know if it gets better or if that's actually their intent i have to assume it's their intent but i only watched like the first episode or two i'm only i, I finished the second one this afternoon okay. after work the way you're explaining it it makes me think it's like a when comedy shows spoof the way cops is done that's exactly you know, the feeling like, I the camera get. will yeah. pan and it zooms in yeah except now you're just seeing up like the nose of somebody yeah, it's it, it's not that far in but it'll literally be like it, he'll be in the frame and he'll be talking and then like five or six seconds into whatever he's saying the camera will awkwardly zoom in another few inches just a little bit closer <laughs> just so it's just and he was the only one in the shot to begin with there was no need to zoom uh. in and sometimes the camera will be like shaky when it zooms in. And like, I just like, I have to assume it's intentional for whatever reason. I just don't know what the you reason is. You guys had a hundred million dollar budget and this is what yeah. you do. You couldn't buy a fucking you're, gimbal. You're lucky so far. The story's good. So <sighs> I know Ashley's not a fan of like the found footage style yeah. movies and stuff. Just, she doesn't like the shakiness yeah. and it's, it's so it, weird. Cause I don't think they're going for the found footage style either. That's why, I, that's why I don't <laughs> understand it. Like it doesn't, you know. Unless I'm, you know, in a few episodes, they'll explain that that's actually what they are doing or were doing. Like, but right now it's fucking, it does not seem that way. They're, maybe you're watching a spoof and it's like the office meets succession. <laughs> I did download the new Max app versus the HBO Max app. So maybe that's what maybe, maybe had I started watching it previously, I get the low budget version now. This is, this is, you pay <laughs> this is the stuff they didn't edit. Like they just put up the unedited version. You paid for the trial plan so you get the trial quality I'm paying shows. like $11 a month for that shit I mean when when we first joined HBO Max or whatever mm -hmm. it was at the time the interface was garbage yeah. it's not too like, bad now laggy no it's much yeah. better now but it now that it's Discovery yeah. Channel well you know what pisses me off too is is actually in that same vein we use Sling for cable 
right. and for a long time slings fucking menu and their everything was fucking perfect it was like i use like my mom has hulu live tv and i've used youtube tv and you know like i've all of them they're all finicky and they're fucking weird and shit and sling was just streamlined and simple and fucking perfect and then i got this for like six months my tv wouldn't update like i had to do like a hard reset on my tv because it's an android tv and you have to do those things to shitty ass android things um but like i finally i couldn't get updates so i was just rolling on the old version of sling for a long time and i finally got it to do the update and the new version of sling is fucking hot garbage <laughs> you fucking the all the buttons like when you press the back button to go into the guide it like takes 30 seconds to load the guide when it used to fucking pop up immediately like uh, everything is slow bloke. and buggy and fucking just everything like all the on-demand shit used to be super easy like you could pick a channel and in the list, it would show you everything that's available on demand. Now you have to, like, search for shows specifically. You can't even search by channel. Any- like, fuck you. I'm paying I mean, for this. Oh, I was going to say, isn't this the iSteal cable no. app or something? No, Sling is owned by Dish Network. So oh, they okay. just it's just a smaller, pared-down package type deal. Okay, so, so you're still paying the cable company. So yeah, we pay, for- like, 40 bucks a month for it. But the thing I like about Sling versus all the others is I can... I have a thing called Air TV. And it uses an antenna on my roof to get all the locals for free. And they, right. they incorporate into the guide. They're not a separate okay. thing. And with, like, YouTube TV and Hulu and all those shit, you only get, like, the three main... Like, I get anything my antenna picks up, I can incorporate into my guide. Like, with full so guide... So you get, like, the first 70 channels or Yeah, and, and you can even go through and pick the ones you don't want. So, like, I turned off the fucking... The Turner Broadcasting Network and the church channels and the, you know, the bullshit I'm you're, not going to watch. watching Turner Classic Movies? No, no, not at all. Well, no, Turner Classic Movies is different than the Turner Broadcasting Network. You mean, like, TBS? No, like, TBN. It's, it's like the church network where the fucking uh, televangelist guys all, all have their shows. Where they convince Fox you to light. convince you to. I saw a clip the other day of some televangelist talking about uh, he he built this airplane hangar with their donations, and the only thing he needed was ten thousand dollars to get the fucking the the fuel tank for the jet. He's like, "I'm fuel's oh, cheap. Jesus. I'm gonna fill it up, and then and then we're all gonna take a ride." No, to no, no, no. He's you're you're not going to you're not going anywhere with him. It's his jet. So oh. I will go to heaven yeah, and so. plead your case to the Jesus. Something. It reminds me of the episode of South Park where there's televangelists pitching, well, we just need a million dollars from from our patrons so that we can afford the laser to bring the Jesus to the Marquars. And there's a whole space thing going on. Yeah, that's. I don't just, know if you... Mm-mm. No, you're not tapping into South Park then. I'm not. No, and you know what? So yesterday... Jen and I were scrolling through the TV. I'm glad we're here because I, I wanted to bring this up. In Sling's package, they have a bunch of like random channels. One of the channels is solely a channel dedicated to old ALF reruns. That's all that's on. It's the ALF Yay. channel. <laughs> ALF does not hold up. Oh, it's not funny. It, it's just it not. Really? Yeah, it's just not like the, the dad is super fucking annoying. Like just his, his like, I don't know. It's just not funny. Like, I don't, we watched, a, we watched a, a, an episode and I was just like, this isn't funny. Is are the jokes that he makes very time frame specific, so it feels dated and unrelatable, or they're just not? They're very generic. Like they were funny when I was a kid. Like I, I had okay. Alf dolls. I had all the Burger King Alf right. puppet toys. Like I was an Alf guy. They're just not funny. Like they're just basic fucking one liners. Is and they're just okay. not funny one liners with canned laughter. Yeah, and... yeah. It's just it's okay. uh, the show did not hold up. <laughs> I. 
not that I am a performer and mm-hmm. I don't make music or movies or anything, what? but one of the things that I'm <laughs> in my limited video production uh, capacity that I've had, I'm a huge anti-dating person. Mm-hmm. So I don't like pop culture references in stuff that I make because like if you watch the history of the world from uh, Mel Brooks, mm-hmm. there isn't anything that says the movie was made in 1985. Yeah. Um, when you watch a lot of current movies, <laughs> there's cell phones yeah. and there's very specific cell phones being shown. Yeah. But when you watch movies from 10 years ago and they're trying to show off the new technology and it's like some cell phone that we look at now and we're like, oh, that's kind of trash at this like point. Like when I see a it's, movie with a Blackberry, I miss my Blackberry Yeah, a Blackberry, but it does a big 3D yeah. projection that you S- can interact with. Something like, the Blackberries never did. <laughs> right, so, so I don't really like adding those kind of items into videos I do or yeah. TV show episode type things or um, I, there's some music they talk, you know, if someone wrote a song 10 years ago or 15 years ago in specifically talked about MySpace. Mm-hmm. You can't listen to that in 15 years as a new song to you and know what the fuck he's talking about unless you were in the MySpace. So like that's the difference between being a timeless thing mm-hmm. and and being a pop thing. Yeah. And I just I like when movies avoid anything that you can wa- look at very specifically and go, "Oh, that's from this time frame." Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, look, they have an ad placement of a Pepsi bottle on the table. And based on what the logo is, you know, that the movie was made between this time and this time. Yeah. And and I like when movies or TV shows or anything don't do that. So that's why I was asking about does Alf make very, very specific pop culture jokes that you would only get if you lived during the time that yeah. Alf was on. I honestly we only watched one episode and I so I can't I, <laughs> I, I don't know. But it was like the jokes were just so terrible. Like they were just cheesy one liners. And I remember them being funny when I was a kid, you know, when that kind of shit was funny. (laughs) When I wasn't smart enough to know more complex comedy. Yeah. Yeah. When I wasn't corrupted by shit like Family Guy. Um, But have you ever gone back and watched something like uh, Married with Children? Married with Children still holds up to me. I still think it's funny. Me too. That's why I was asking. And that's what I don't get about Alf. There's similar time periods. Yeah, I mean, Elf was aimed to be a kid-friendly show. Married with Children was not. But in that same vein, we watched South Park. And it was the episode where the parents were boycotting Comedy Central or whatever. the the, And they were, like, they were um, catapulting parents onto the building as, like, (laughs) martyrs. Right, and like it was mothers against <laughs> yeah. or some but shit, it, and it was, <clears throat> it was funny, but it didn't like, like I wasn't, oh my god, this is hysterical, but and that's a probably a me problem because when I was a kid, I wasn't allowed to watch South Park, right? So it was more of like a when I did watch it, I was sneaking to watch it, so I probably thought it was funnier. Now that I can actually watch it, I just don't think it's as funny as I did when I was younger, and that I hate to say that because I think it's a funny show. I just don't get it up there. And I, I would like to roll this into my Dean's list. So while we're here, <laughs> I mean, we can roll right into the Dean's yeah, list. Cause my want. Dean's list is going to be my top five cartoons. Ooh, so you got to explain what the Dean's list is. So the, the Dean's, first time yeah, sorry. so the Dean's list is a grouping of five things 
that are bad, good, whatever. It could be the five worst of something, five best of something. Um, and the topic can vary. We've done food. We've done music. Uh, we're going to do cartoons. I think we did on the, the very original version of this. We did like the fucking round robin fucking three week long b- bullshit thing on TV. And it was just general TV <laughs> yeah. shows. And we got up most of our video clips from YouTube because we played clips and shit, and it was it was a got, mess. Got the boot, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that was like a two-hour podcast, and with the clips, the, <clears throat> the one towards the end with the clips in it, and when you see it on YouTube, it's like an hour and a half or a little over an hour because they cut out all of the shit that was copywritten. Um, it was a fun. It was a fun topic. I had fun, but it was like Top a 16. you know it was like a it was like a twenty-five or t- did we do sixteen? We did eight shows each, and it was just yeah, like a we tournament did, well, style. We did eight shows per person per category because yeah, we did and there top was like eight four live and top yeah. eight animated so it was, it was a it was march madness it was it was march madness for <laughs> tv shows so we've we've kind of done right. this but we didn't specify cartoons and i don't think any cartoons even made it out of the the brackets really uh the two would have survived because yeah. they would have managed to make it to the end of their bracket and be pitched against the live action yeah. i don't remember what they are though yeah. at this point no, it's yeah. been two years it's fine uh, so my Dean's list this week is my top five favorite cartoons. Uh, this is going to be of all time. This will not be any specific genre. Um, the I'm going to start off with the easy one. It's 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 not number. I don't want to do it in order because I want to get some of the easiest. Because Family Guy's on the list, and Family Guy's probably close to number one. But I don't want to do Family Guy last because everybody knows Family Guy's, Family Guy's on my list. So are you going to do it like Bob Saget used to do America's Funniest Home Videos? Um, Your five finalists in yeah. no particular yeah, order. exactly. Um, so we got Family Guy as one of them. Um, I think the jokes are... There's many there, there are many levels to most of their jokes. They also... A lot of times like I'll watch an episode and catch something that I didn't catch in a previous episode. And I think that's good for a show. Um so we got Family Guy in there. Um, my second one is going to be... Lois. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my second one is going to be Darkwing Duck. Oh, um, man. It was That's a throwback to a Disney Darkwing day. Darkwing Duck was my... It was the first cartoon that came on after school in the afternoons. It just literally, it's like, come home, watch Darkwing Duck, pretend to do my homework. Um, it was just It was just what I did. <clears throat> and I watched Darkwing are Duck you, while there were reruns and shit on. Are you a Darkwing Duck trivia kind of guy? No, I couldn't tell you a like, fucking thing you, about it. <sighs> like I couldn't answer trivia questions you, about it. I don't remember it that well. I just never. Do remember you remember any it. of the villains? Not really. I'm trying to think. No, not top of my head. Really? You're you're so, you're really making this. You're you're making me look like an I, asshole. <laughs> well, you know that I'm into weird, mm-hmm. obscure yeah. shit. So, so there was. Um, a professor who made things okay. like the, the bird with the glasses mm-hmm. that he made the, the suit. Yeah. And I don't know if you remember like the RoboCop suit with a unicycle wheel yeah, on yeah, it yeah. that would roll around. Yep. Um, his name was, uh, gyro, gyro, I think was the name of the bird, but the character who wore the suit was named Launchpad McQuack. I remember, I remember Launchpad McQuack. <laughs> uh, Sorry. No, you're fine. Uh, oh. <laughs> the. Are you looking it up? Um, yeah. So. And then Negaduck was his. That's his the one with the pink hair, right? Villain. It was like the, it was the, the scientist villain, right? 
No, Negaduck is the one who is dressed like Darkwing Duck, but wears like a the yellow, yellow or yeah. orange. Yeah. And there, there's a whole joke in there about um, Darkwing Duck wears rip-resistant or rip-proof capes. Mm-hmm. And Negaduck, he's chasing Negaduck and gets stuck on a fence and Negaduck's cape rips and, and Darkwing Duck's doesn't. And he's he makes fun of him for wearing rip-proof capes. Bushroot was the one I was thinking of. It's the scientist. Okay. Is he kind of piggish? Yeah, no, he's green with pink hair. He looks like a tall duck. Okay. So, and then the other one that I remember was, um, let me get back up, the, I didn't remember her name, but like the witch one, Morgana Macaweber or Macabre. Hmm. So, it was the female protagonist, I guess. Okay. And then he had like a niece or something too, didn't he? Yeah, I think so. So, Um, but moving on. Sorry. Go ahead. (laughs) But I digress. Yeah, but I digress. Um, so coming in next, uh, we're going to have a... Uh, I'm going to go with... So who do I want to put here? I've got... I'll go with Animaniacs here. Okay. Animaniacs was just Animaniacs zany, fun. It was a... To the max. Yeah. Um, it was a... I don't want to say sophisticated isn't the right word. It was an older version of Looney Tunes, in my opinion. Like it was more, I don't want to say adult oriented because it was still definitely for kids, but it wasn't right. the, 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 the childhoodness of Looney Tunes. Like I okay. think it was very middle-aged or middle school aged appropriate for when I was watching it. There's definitely some jokes watching it as an adult that mm-hmm. you go, oh, I probably wouldn't have gotten <laughs> that as a child. I would have laughed at it, but not understood it. Yep. Like when they, <laughs> there's a crime scene one where they talk about fingerprints mm-hmm. and one of the characters is holding prints and they're like, oh, I don't know <laughs> about that. that and, he, <laughs> and he throws them out the window or whatever. Right. Yeah. Uh, I enjoy that that Animaniacs spawned so many other good cartoons. Absolutely. Like Pinky and the Brain yep. was a Pinky fantastic, and the Brain was such a good fucking show. Uh, it's not so on my I don't list. Really remember, the, but no, it's not on my list. Okay, so but it was. Just, I was going to say I don't remember the show. I remember the episodes from. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just the, I well, don't no, know, Brian. They had a spinoff, didn't they? Didn't Pinky this the time Brain? you wear the tutu. <laughs> yeah, they they did have their own show. Okay, yeah, I thought they did. Do you know what Brain's arch rival's name was? Uh, no. No, I just Snowball. Snowball. All right. There you go. I got nothing. I think he was a hamster or a guinea pig. I guess I should pick cartoons that I know more about. <laughs> but I'm just like, like these are just the things that like I, I, I remember loving when I was a kid or, you know, yeah. throughout time. Um, so I got two more to go. I'm going to go Beavis okay. and Butthead on the next one. Man, um, the wife hates that God, show. You know, I, it was another one of those shows that I, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Beavis. It was another one of those shows I had to sneak and watch because I wasn't supposed to be watching it, <clears throat> right? You know, so but <laughs> well, you were probably like eleven. No, I was. Yeah, because like Beavis and Butthead was a thing when I was in middle school. Yeah, but it was it was on into into high school, and I don't think I was. Yeah, it was on. I for don't. A while. We didn't. We had cable earlier, but I I think that we didn't get like MTV until I was into high school. And the only reason I remember that is because I remember getting up in the middle of the night. When we lived, when I lived at my grandparents' house, and smoking cigarettes, cigarette butts out of my grandma's ashtray because my grandma would only she bought hundreds, and she'd only take like three or four drags off of them, and then she'd put it out. So it's basically a whole cigarette left. 
So I would sit in her chair, smoke cigarette butts, and you know, there's a button in her ashtray that nobody knows that nobody's the wiser. And I would sit there and watch Beavis and Butthead and smoke I think cigarettes. There's even like, an episode of the podcast called Smoking Grandma's Butts. I, yeah, I believe there is. I know I've told that story before. Um, but like, I, I just, it's just one of those shows, and it, it, it's going to actually roll us into our next one because I watched a couple episodes of it yesterday. Uh, my last one is King of the Hill. I knew that and, was coming. And King of the Hill, well, and Beavis and Butthead spawned King of the Hill because... Right. It, they're Hank, both Mike Judge shows, yeah, but, and it's based on Mr. Anderson. Yeah. And, and the... Them boys are whacking he, in my shed. Ain't you the boys that's been whacking off in my tool shed? Um, yeah. But I, I watched an episode of it, or two episodes of it yesterday on, Cart- or on Adult Swim, and it just... Like, it's still funny. Like, it's like we were talking about, like, the shit isn't... It's not specific to what's going on at the time, outside of, like... The Bush handshake one, which is still funny, but it's very specific to the time. But for the most part, it's just, you know, like they were the one I, the one that stuck out to me. They were on the boat in the middle of the ocean and all of the guys decided to jump in the water. And then Hank decided to join them, too. And it's like this giant yacht that they chartered to take out to sea. And okay. they go to get back in the and Hank's like, do we just swim around to the other side? And 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 Dale looked up and he's like, "No, man, the ladder's right there, and it's still in the boat." And this isn't like they, they <laughs> nobody. <laughs> so like they just jumped out of the boat willy nilly, and you know, Boomhauer's uh, in his fucking leopard print speedo, yeah. and damn it, Dale, yeah, <laughs> oh, damn, 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 Boomhauer, man, boom. I, you know, <laughs> the show. Uh, the more I think about it, the better it is, and it. I remember when. Uh, Super Nusa phone moved in next door and Hank's like, so are you Chinese or Japanese? And he's like, I'm Laotian. And he's like, hmm, so was that Chinese or Japanese? And then Hank Hill's dad, Cotton, comes up. He's like, Hank, he's Laotian. And he just knows off the top of his head. And it it reminds me of how there are people who just think, well, if someone is Asian, they're Chinese or they're Japanese. And it just, well, that was the, they do a good job personifying yeah. those personality types. Yeah, they do. Um, and I think they do a good job of like dealing with societal issues that we probably see today in a funny way. Like the, the let go of my purse trope is, <laughs> I don't know yeah. you like, or, or the, and, and they, they address, they go, you know, they go through it a lot of shows where Bobby's not your typical manly man. No, you know, he's something's in, not right with yeah, that boy. But they, I think they deal with it in a funny way that, like, if you were to air some shit like that today, you fucking, they would, they would boycott the shit out of it. Like, Target yeah. or Bud Light. Oh, so. I saw where someone photoshopped a rainbow uh, placard on a Bass Pro Shop sign, and they're like, I'm going to start putting this on conservative pundits. Would, so that would be amazing. But yeah, no, I, so I, I think that, I think the show is genu- genuinely funny even today. But I also like how they deal with things that aren't or things that are normal, you know, day to day things for a family, which is, you know, with the, the Bobby stuff and things like that. So, yeah, it <clears throat> if you if you take a step back and look at it, they do address a lot of mm-hmm. interesting stuff, you know, insecurities mm-hmm. in marriage yep. and people who have extramarital <laughs> affairs and and how oblivious, you know. He thinks it's his kid, but it's clearly not Definitely his not kid, his and he's kid. just completely blind to it. Yep. He doesn't trust anybody, but he trusts his wife. Yep. You know, it. I think the show is, it's got its ups and downs. Mm-hmm. I feel like South Park is consistently a good show, yeah. I, but they've 
they've had episodes that are very insightful. Mm -hmm. Like when they mocked the whole election thing, when it was Al, Al Gore and little Bush yeah. or whatever it was. But then they also have like talking poop episodes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mr. Hanky, <laughs> the Christmas poo. I love him. He loves you. <laughs> oh, Tally. I miss him. Yeah. Tally um, was good. Like but, I said, uh, I, I don't want to poo poo South Park. Like, I think it's a funny show. I just don't. Yeah. I just, I guess I just don't think it's as funny as I <laughs> once did. I don't know. It's hard right. To I mean, I know you guys watch The Simpsons every week. That's more a gen thing than me. I don't even. <laughs> I think The Simpsons has gone on too long. Like I, I mean, they're they've got to be at like thirty years I think or something. So. I think now. they're right around thirty years. Um, but like the, you know, like the one thing that I will consistently watch every year is the the Halloween uh, Treehouse the of Treehouse Horrors. of Horrors because I think those are good. I like when they, you know, even on Family Guy, I like when they do spoofs of other shows. So, right. It. I haven't watched a new episode of The Simpsons in. Ten or fifteen oh, yeah, no, years we, at least. We stay we stay pretty up to date with them. We don't we don't get too far behind no. on the Simpsons. So. No, I will. I do DVR South Park. Yeah, like I will, and I watch it on HBO Max mm. and stuff like that because they have all twenty five seasons or whatever it is. Yeah. And I love that they make fun of themselves. Like they did the Crab People episode, and then they did the Crab People episode again to literally mock the fact they can't come up with any new ideas. Don't they turn the show in super late to the network too? Like, isn't it like a yeah, there's a documentary called Six Days to Air, yeah. and it, it kind of covers a week for the South Park team. Mm -hmm. And so they have some ideas in the vault, but yeah. as soon as the show airs on Wednesday night, Thursday morning, they come into work and they're like, all right, what are we doing next week? Yeah, that's cool. And it's and they, they don't even turn the episode into um, whoever it is that would yeah. screen it before it goes on the air and tells them you need to do this or you need to do that or mm -hmm. whatever it is. They just eat the fines. Yeah. And and it's like, well, you guys have been doing this for so long. You know what you can and can't get away with. Yeah. So if you if you accidentally do something wrong, yeah. the fine is the fine. Yeah. But it's the, the game it's, is the it's game. so funny. I just uh, there's so many good episodes, yeah. and I laugh every time. Like we'll you know in group chat we'll quote it or mm -hmm. whatever, and Mike will be like, "That's a good episode." Yeah. I'm like, "Man, all the episodes are yeah. are pretty good." Yeah. I might have to take back. But, I don't know yet. I'm still deciding if I'm taking it back or not. Well, and Family Guy's another one that has some fantastic seasons, yeah. and then they've got some stuff that's really good. Like, there was an entire season that's all rough. cutaways. Yeah, early Family Guy's rough. Well, everything starts off a little rough. Early Simpsons is rough, too. Being polished. So. I, especially if you go all the way back to the Tracy Ullman Fuck, show, when man. it was terrible. God. Like, the animation in some of those early Simpsons episodes. Like, I, I get that we've come a long way technology-wise and shit, like, but, like, it's right. just like, Fuck, this is terrible. Uh -oh. <laughs> it, uh, to go to bad animation did you ever watch um like dr cats on mm -mm. on comedy central mm -hmm. like the whole <laughs> oh I, you know I, I i didn't watch it a bunch but now it was the he was the therapist right yeah, 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 and, yeah. i've seen a couple you, episodes because it was on around the same time my as hands, the but it like shakes like the yeah. whole the whole screen has parkinson's almost it, it, but it came on before like after, movies. before after the critic yeah it was that time yeah. frame during yeah. the critic yeah. But there's another one, Home Movies, mm -hmm. um, that kind of has the same animation style and it kind of shakes. Yeah. And it's got the guy who does Archer's voice, who's mm -hmm. Bob's Burgers. Yeah. Um, and it's Brendan Smalls. Mm -hmm. He also did like Metalocalypse yeah. and stuff. So it just, 
it's this shaky animation style, and it's hysterical pumps. to me because it's not in, it's not good intentionally. <laughs> the, the only episode of Metalocalypse I've ever seen is when I woke up in the middle of the night and Adult Swim was still on, and I've only watched <laughs> enough of it to shut it off. Oh, <laughs> Metalocalypse is fantastic. Oh, that dude. and Robot Chicken. Like, I've just never Ro- seen more Robot Chicken than what I've been awake for from the time I woke up and realized I left the TV on till the time I went back to sleep. But if you like spoof stuff, you would like I'm sure, Robot I'm sure Chicken. I would. It just it comes on at obscure times, and, like, I just yeah. always happen to be waking up to have left the TV on for the last two hours while I napped. And I'm, I'm surprised like, you didn't watch more of that kind of stuff when you were doing Bail Bonds work, because you were out so late. Yeah, but we were... If we were out that late, we were on the road and I, you know, by the, with the office stuff, I was, you know, I was 10 o'clock was usually the latest we were in the office. Yeah. That's when all the good stuff starts on cartoon. Yeah, but we're leaving at 10. So I got to drive home, you know, got to (laughs) fucking stop three times 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 food, food, gas, a drink. You know what I mean? Like I'm, you know. Yeah. It's true. I remember. What, uh, what else you got on? You got anything else on your list you want to cover? Uh, I'd like to talk about how... What? Um, Go ahead. MLMs. So like the pyramid schemes that people don't call pyramid Mm -hmm. schemes. And the most recent one, we have have some friends that have kids. Mm -hmm. And they have kids and scouts. Mm -hmm. So like the Girl Scouts. And I didn't... If you knew all this, then you're way ahead of me. So when parents are trying to help their kids sell the Girl Scout cookies... The parents have to commit to a certain number of boxes being sold and front the money effectively. So the kids then go sell them. And if the kids can't sell all the ones the parents fronted the money for, they have the parents have to buy them back. I I don't know. So I'm, I'm going to say this and I don't I don't know how true that is. On the level that I maybe other troops have different rules or different things, because like when I worked at the bail bonds office, Emily had two daughters or three, but right. two of them that were in Girl Scouts and they had to commit the troop itself had to commit to selling X number of boxes so that they could get their order in. Okay. But I don't know that they had to front any of the thousands of dollars for cook for the cookies then maybe it's if they don't but, but manage are, to sell them, they still have to pay for what's left or that something. That I would probably like you. You're going to have to, you know, you, you ordered, you know, a thousand boxes of cookies. You only sold 900. We need, we need our money for this other hundred boxes. Yeah. But dude, it's wild. So the boxes of cookies are like five or six bucks now mm-hmm. and they're getting smaller. Yeah. Like the total number of cookies is smaller. God damn you, Joe Byron. The amount of money the kids make off selling the cookies is tiny Mm -hmm. so like our friend's daughter to be allowed to go to the group trip for the year yeah right she had to sell let's just pick a number a thousand boxes of cookies she couldn't just pay for the trip out of pocket to go she had to sell enough cookies Mm -hmm. to be able to go so she had to come up with 250 dollars or whatever it is from selling a thousand boxes of cookies but the company just makes an absolute killing and and even more so the troop doesn't get credit for selling the cookies the kid does so if you're the one kid in the group that can't sell enough cookies you can still be passed up on going on the trip and 
you're not helping anybody else in any other troop either. So it comes back down to the whole kids who are in better to do areas money wise. Oh, yeah, yeah. Will sell more cookies and have more opportunity and have more trips and have more. I don't gifts than poor kids. <laughs> um. So in that same vein, hang on a second. Let me see if make sure this is the right one. Troop six thousand is the. It is based in New York, um, but it is in a temporary housing shelter. Okay. So, and you can buy their cookies online. They will ship them to you, and that entire okay. troop gets credit for those sales. Okay, so they're willing to socialize their own yes. troop, so, so to speak. There's, I think it's, and I don't know a ton about Girl Scouts. I was in Boy Scouts, but Boy Scouts don't really, especially when I was like, they sell popcorn and shit now, I guess. But when I was in Boy Scouts, Boy Scouts didn't sell shit. We did. Right. We I did don't the remember Pinewood selling Derby. anything at Boy Scouts. We did the fucking bag food, like the picking up the bags of food, you know, the the whatever the fuck they call it. And right. Like, but we didn't sell shit when I was in Boy Scouts. And they, I know they do now, but we did not. Um, <clears throat> but I, I don't know that I would consider the Girl Scouts in in the pyramid scheme category. Absolutely it is. But because will, the... the the people at but the base do all the work. Absolutely. They're on the hook for everything Correct. that they don't sell. It's just like but, LuLaRoe. You have to buy all your inventory and then sell it. it. They're making a huge amount of money at the top. They, and then even beyond that, so Girl but, Scout cookie season ended. But that money isn't going into the pockets to enrich people entirely. Like the Girl Scout, I, I get it. I, I see your face. I know. I'm, and, and all of you at home can probably see the face he just made when I said that. Yeah. Every time I, I donate a dollar to UNICEF, three cents goes to help somebody in need. And and I don't know, I don't know what the margins is for the Girl Scouts, but I also know that the Girl Scouts are putting some of that money back into the community, at least in some on some level. Okay. I just I don't know. Like I I I, I think it's one of those things where the the benefits outweigh the 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 negatives. Well, if if it didn't, they'd have to give up their charity status. Or if they couldn't yeah. convince people you know, of it, they'd like, have to give up their like charity status. I understand status. that Goodwill is a nonprofit, but they're a fucking trash nonprofit. You know, well, but but here's the thing. So like, if if cookie sales was the one time a year and that was the fundraiser, that's fine. Literally, cookie sales ended, and we buy cookies every single year. Uh, and we donate them to whatever the mm-hmm. if you buy a box, give a box or whatever yeah. it is. So we send them to the troops. We don't yeah. even get the cookies here. We. No sooner did cookie season end, and I mean like Facebook photos mm-hmm. of them on pallets of cookies at the warehouse mm-hmm. that they're handing out. Just like three days ago, there was a post on Facebook, oh, we're running a fundraiser to try and raise this much money to go on this trip to do this and this. So it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Is the entire fucking year literally the Girl Scouts having the children raise money so they can pocket it and the kids can get some shitty reward? And, and the same thing happened with my nephews. They had to do some fundraiser at school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the school fundraisers are a pyramid scheme all day. Well, it, but it's the same concept. All right, guys, we're going to get everyone to pledge X number of dollars for every lap you run, and then you're going to earn $100, and for every $100 you get, you get a pizza. And I was like, why don't I just give them $9 and they can have a pizza? So I with the school, I wholeheartedly agree, because the school isn't doing anything outside. Like, the fundraiser doesn't... So I think the Girl Scouts, and from being a Boy Scout, there are there are 
lessons and things that you're learning outside of say like obviously sales from selling fucking cookies <laughs> you know but like the badges and shit that you get we're teaching children how to have their own small business and yeah. personal responsibility yeah. yeah i get it it's but, the fucking sales pitch you can go also, on a vacation one week a year anytime you want it your own fucking <laughs> fucking goddamn timeshares um, yeah but, goddamn but timeshares. i just don't i don't know I, I feel like the girl scouts are doing more for the girls long term than like the school ones are or things like that. And I, I, it's not a hill I would think I would die on, but I, you know, cause I just don't care that much, but like, it's, right. it's one of those things that like, I feel, I get that on the, if, if you were to <laughs> make the, the drawing on the paper that it is indeed a pyramid scheme. Like I, you know, it, it fits all the bills. I just don't think it's as serious as like the fucking, <laughs> Some of the guys that used to hang out with in Orlando, like one of the guys that his family came from money, um, he started like a, he basically bought into one of those fucking annuity life insurance companies and is just. And life insurance yeah, is another fucking pyramid yeah, scheme, and, but, and, but you have to have it yeah, essentially. Well, but there's certain types. Insurance that, is a pyramid scheme. Yeah, <laughs> but like there's like this specific type of insurance that they, life insurance that they sell is just a fucking, it's just a giant pyramid scheme. Like that's the, is it the whole life or term it's life? whole life. So no, you essentially pay for it until you're 99 years of age yeah. and it's guaranteed to pay you out up to 99 years of age. Yeah. So the only way it makes sense is to die now. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but it's one of those things like, which just, a, and they, the way that they recruit people and shit like that just doesn't, you know, it doesn't Where jive you really with make money is having three people under you and you can develop yeah. your own and business. That's what They're happens. your employees so, and everything they sell. And then that's what real estate is too, so for being an agent versus a broker. But because this kid comes from money, he's, he's driving around promoting this fucking insurance company thing that he, but he's driving around like his wife drives a fucking Bentley and he's got a Lamborghini and like he had all of and those, he had as, both of those things before he started this fucking insurance company. But he's out here pitching it like it's fucking I made all this money doing this insurance. And then he hired a guy that we used to hang out with um, to, to sell to, you know, to be on his team or whatever. And the first thing this guy does when he gets a couple paychecks in is he goes and buys a fucking brand new Audi and has it wrapped. And now he's fucking running around, you know, and he's just like, oh, I'm recruiting people for my team. Come, come on, bro. Gotta look like money to make money, right? I guess if, if you fucking, have money, you can God, make money. Shit makes me so fucking mad. Like, I agree. And that's why and I don't think Bernie the Girl Scouts, went to fucking yeah, prison. But I don't think the Girl Scouts fall into that category. I don't think they're that malicious. That's but my we point. have to acknowledge. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like it, I said, if you draw it out on a, on a piece of paper, it's indeed a pyramid. <laughs> yeah. But um, most businesses are. When I think pyramid scheme, I think shit like the, the whole life and the fucking. Um, well, so that's where the word scheme yeah. becomes operative. Yeah. So it, it's not a scheme. Because they're transparent and you know what you're getting and mm-hmm. it, and they're not fooling people. They're just continuously milking people and funneling the money upward. Yeah. It's, it's it's like, don't forget to donate $20 this week to help your favorite politician from the witch hunt that's trying to Dude. blah, 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 Fuck. blah. And fucking millions of dollars because people are, yeah. like, they're legitimately being scammed. Yeah. But, you know, if, if they don't see it that way, then there's no one to complain about yeah. it. That's fucking... But yeah, that's why it's MLM instead yeah. of a pyramid scheme. It's a multi-level marketing 
I mean, I wonder if there actually is levels to it at the Girl Scouts or if it's just the base and the rich person. Yeah, I mean, there's there's the cool because, you know, the, the, the Girl Scouts as a whole, there's I guess the base would be the different troops. And then the next level up would be the um, the national organization. But and, and right. see, and, and the only thing is between the national organization and that is the, the manufacturer of the cookies. Yeah, but you can so, buy the exact same cookies without the Girl Scout label at the dollar store, and they're literally the exact yeah, same probably. cookies. I mean, that's true so, for pretty so much So that's all they're doing. It's like, yeah. it's like when you buy Doritos, like when, and, and working in trucking for as many years as I did, but when I, like I worked in fuel and shit like that, and like one of the things I learned in fuel that I didn't know is that all the fuel before <laughs> it goes in the truck, it's all the same shit, it comes out of the same tank. Right. You know, like, like Shell or whoever puts their additives in as you load it into the truck. But like the yeah, gas whoever, itself, it's, it's, it's all the same fucking of gas. Spices. Yeah, it's all the same fucking gas. It comes from the same fucking tank, comes through the same pipelines. All that came off the same ship. It's all the same shit. You will blow people's minds if you tell them that and they'll be like, no, no, it's, no, it's, it's not. Fucking, there's literally like, and, and Sam's Club, you know, like the fucking the so like the the loading facility will have like a 10 million gallon tank and it'll have 7 million gallons in it and you know, 200,000 will be for Sitco and 300,000 will be for Shell. And, you know, they'll. This is a, a word problem. Yeah, basically. Hold, it's hold, just, hold you know, but it's like, it's <laughs> just, it you down. know, they all basically say, you know, well, we've got, we sent 10,000 gallons into to this tank in Orlando. You know, take that. You know, but it's all the same shit. We just put our additives in. It's like so, money in a bank. Yeah. Everyone puts their money in the bank, does whatever the fuck yep. it wants, and then you, if you decide you want to make a withdrawal. Food is very similar because, like, we would, when I worked in the, the Trader Joe's warehouse, it was, like, we would pick things up to bring back for the Trader Joe's warehouse, and every now and then, like, we would get, there would be, like, a, like, Sabra, if you go, like, you, we would pick up hummus from Sabra in Virginia because we had a store that we, we were, that was close to their factory, and we would bring it back for the warehouse, but sometimes, like, the Walmart facility was picky about taking the Sabra hummus. Like, if a one box on the pallet was cracked they or broken, they'd reject the whole pallet. Huh. So, like, if some asshole ran into the pallet and damaged <laughs> one box, fucking Walmart wasn't taking the whole pallet. They just rejected the whole thing. So then okay. they'd have to bring this whole pallet of hummus back to our distribution center. We'd have to do something with it. A lot of times we'd donate it. But sometimes we would just, you know, they would give it out to us and then we'd donate the rest or whatever. And like right. I, you'd open up this fucking door expecting a, a pallet of Sabra hummus, and it's all fucking from the Sabra factory in different markings and shit like that. Oh, private label, private stuff. label shit. Like they all make it's all the same shit. Chips is the same way. Well, There's a ton of that in the automotive industry. I, yeah, I because that's the industry I work in. The just one specific part. So the when you push on the pedal in a car uh, for the clutch mm -hmm. pedal. And it's a hydraulic system. There's a piece inside the transmission that extends and it pushes on the clutch mm -hmm. and that's how it disengages stuff. That that throwout bearing mm -hmm. from Ford has a part number on it. Yep. When, when you buy a clutch from Exidy or Mantic or any of the brands mm -hmm. that matches the car, you get a brand new throwout bearing. With Ford's part and number. It doesn't have oh, Ford part no. number on it. It's not allowed to, oh, but it's yeah. made in the same factory mm -hmm. that the Ford unit is and they mill the part number off. Yep. Because they can't sell it as a Ford part, yep. but it's literally a Ford part. And that's the way, like when you would buy Dorman stuff yep. or, or other stuff, it says, oh, OE, OEM quality. Yeah. And because they make it for the OEM and just private label yep. it. And we see that with Holly right now because Holly's buying tons of brands. Mm -hmm. Powermaster starters are a smaller company and they're super affordable. 
but they're quality product. Yeah. Well, they private label them and paint them red and send them to Holly, and Holly resells a hundred and seventy dollars starter for three hundred and forty dollars. Yeah, insane. dude. <laughs> but yeah, it's well. And I saw a video on TikTok the other day about, and the guy walked down the cereal aisle, and he color coded the different cereal companies, and when he got okay. to the end of the aisle, there was four colors. Out of all, mm-hmm. the, and I'm sure you've walked in the cereal aisle. You know how many fucking boxes of cereal there are. Yeah, but but they all belong to like Post, Post or Kellogg's. And there's there's one other small manufacturer, and then there's one like legit, not owned by like BlackRock. General like at the end Mills. of the, no, General Mills is owned by BlackRock too, or or Procter. No, no I was just yeah, yeah. sorry, I was going through the. But it's like they're they're basically all all but one on the cereal aisle, all but one brand of cereal has some sort of money from BlackRock or whoever the yeah. other big tech or the other big buyer is. I don't remember the name. Well, yeah, but I mean, BlackRock or, or similar controls, yeah. they're like the single largest was, controller of money on the planet or something, aside from a government. Yeah, yeah. And they, I mean, they're probably, they probably control more money than most governments. <laughs> yeah, so. but just, it's like when, because it was the, Brad posted something mm-hmm. on Facebook about, Oh, well, you know, this company is suing this company, even though the, they're both owned by the same company. And you go and you look and it's like, yeah, BlackRock owns like 11% yeah. of one company and 6% of another. That's not owned by the no. same company. But So basically what I come here to say today is I hate <laughs> it here. It's, uh, it's, there's improvements that could be made, but people would have to, a small number of people would have to make a sacrifice to benefit a large number of people. Not going to happen. And, and those small number of people are very rich, so they spend their time and money convincing the large number of people that they're going to get fucked out Go of it. Go fuck yourself. There was some saying about the key is is convincing poor people that other poor people are the reason that they're poor. That way they never look at the people that keep them poor. Yep. So That's the ticket. <laughs> you just got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Yeah. I wish it were that easy. <laughs> I just, I got to get them boots first. Yeah, I got to get straps on my boots. Mine are slip-on. You, uh, you ready to get into She'd your... She'd be slip-on your, boots. Your trash or treasure? Yeah, I've got the trash or treasure this week. Trash, 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 trash. Treasure, 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 treasure. I think it was actually my turn this week, but you, you stepped up <laughs> since I'm having a rough yeah. week. It's all good, man. It's all good. It's a team effort. Yeah. We're we're here in the Girl Scout troop, so long as we funnel the money yeah, the right way. Absolutely. Where's the money getting funneled to for this thing? Whoever is is arranging my vacation, typically. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, um, that's Ashley. Then. So <laughs> this week's trash or treasure um, is being done by me, Travis D. Uh, I'm going to ask Mike himself um, some questions. Or, or I'm probably more so going to give him some hints, mm. uh, and he's going to try and guess the person I have picked out, uh, and at the end of it, we will discuss whether this person is trash or treasure uh, based on our preferences and the information available. Are you ready? I'm fucking ready. All right. This person was born uh, March 26th, 1948, and is still alive. That makes them 75 years of age currently. Um, they were born in New York to an Italian and German father, a Polish, English, and African-American mother. Steve Buscemi. It is not Steve Buscemi. All right. Uh, this person was expelled for from high school for marijuana use uh, back in the, oh golly, what's that, the 50s, 60s? Hmm. <laughs> 60s? Um, in 19, uh, this person was inspired by the Rolling Stones. Huge fan. Um, 1970, 
the uh, band started in Boston, um, played a bunch of local gigs. The four or five of them all lived in one little apartment because apparently Boston back in the 70s was the place to be. Um, released their first album in 1973 with a follow-up album in 1974. Um, this person has been is still active in music, has been married twice, and has four children. Um, this person got heavy into drugs in the 70s and 80s. Uh, as the band trended downwards, ended up in rehab in 1986. The band mounted a comeback and released four albums and had 13 top 40 singles from those four albums. Um, this person has had several solo endeavors outside of the band, but is definitely most known for being in one specific band. Um, <clears throat> if, you get, if you end up naming the band and can't think of who I'm talking about, mm -hmm. I'll help you out. Um, this person has been involved in film, TVs, wrote a book, uh, been involved in obviously music videos. Um, 2003, they received an honorary degree from Berkeley College of Music, and in 05, got an honorary PhD in music from the University of Massachusetts, Boston. Uh, fell off stage at a show in the Dakotas, if I read correctly, in 2009, 2010-ish, and ended up relapsing is on it, drugs. Would it be Tom Morello? It is not Tom oh, Morello with, with Rage Against the Machine. I wasn't sure time-wise it might be a little... I know he's older, though, so I wasn't sure. Nope, this person is definitely older yeah. than, than Tom, the, the Harvard graduate right. with a poli-sci Okay, that's what threw me off, was the... <laughs> um, who also worked as a stripper, by the way. Nice. Um, Big old dick. <laughs> this person uh, was included in the Rolling Stones list of 100 greatest singers and in Hit Parader's uh, top 100 metal vocalists of all time. This person was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2001 and was involved in inducting ACDC into the Hall of Fame in 2003. Is it Slash? It is not Slash. Man. Slash is not a vocalist, is he? I think he sings. Doesn't he, hmm. doesn't he sing the... Well, no, probably not. Never mind. That's the Axl Rose. Yeah, that's him. Um, the band that this person is in played the Super Bowl 35 halftime show. I don't, I don't know when that would have been. <laughs> How many Super Bowls are we uh, up to now? 50-something? Yeah, it's 612. Yeah. Uh, this person replaced Simon Cowell on American Idol in 2010. I don't know if you ever watched no, that show. No, I don't. Um, I'll start getting into the really giveaway clues, but I want to get into the big controversial thing okay. first. Right. In 1973, this person obtained guardianship over a 16-year-old female so that she could live with him in Boston. They dated and took drugs together for three years. Um, they eventually split ways, and pressures leading to their split included their age difference. Uh, remember, he was born in 48, and in 73, she was 16. Whatever that works out to, 25-ish. Yeah. yeah. Um, a withdrawn marriage proposal, a house fire, and a planned pregnancy that resulted in abortion when this person was worried the smoke from the fire as well as the drugs they'd been doing might lead to birth defects. Um, in 2022, the female that was 16 in the previous paragraph alleged that the person in question sexually assaulted her and forced her to undergo an abortion, plying her with drugs and alcohol after promise uh, to care for her in the guardian agreement. In a legal rebuttal... <laughs> yeah, dude. In 2023, 
the person for the Trasher Treasure, was officially named the defendant in the lawsuit, which also claimed he used his fame and status to quote-unquote groom, manipulate, exploit, and sexually assault the female over the course of three years, beginning when she was 16. Uh, in a motion to dismiss the lawsuit that was filed in March 2023, the Trasher Treasure candidate claimed their relationship was consensual and that he had immunity because he was her legal guardian at the time. The motion further stated the Trasher Treasure candidate's actions with regards to the abortion decision were legitimate, justified, and in good faith. I got nothing. No idea. Not, not a fucking clue. Okay. Um, I guarantee you know this band. I guarantee you've sang one of their songs, if not more than one before. Uh, your favorite song by them is probably one they performed with Run DMC. Wait, what? Mm -hmm. DMC. This band released a song with Run DMC. I don't know. I, um, I know I'll know it as soon as you say it now that you've said it. Absolutely. And I remember, I just can't remember who the fuck it was. Think what rock and roll song can you think of that Run DMC did? I don't. I don't remember the name of it. Like I can hear it in my head, and I don't remember the name of it. Okay, the person in the band uh, has a very famous daughter who's an actress. Um, she's been in Lord of the Rings. She's been in the band's music videos. Uh, she was in Armageddon. One of oh, this band's songs was on uh, Armageddon. God damn it, Aerosmith. Uh, Steven Tyler. Yes. All of that from Steven Tyler. All that is Steven Tyler. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, dude. So I never knew any of that. How did this motherfucker make it into our homes with all of that? Because because in the seventies and the sixties, rock and roll, dude, was just sex, drugs, and rock that's and roll. It didn't nuts. matter if you were fucking fourteen year old kids or forty year old women. It, like it was just that's insane. Bang everybody, do all the drugs, and it. Clearly, I think we're moving in the right direction to have 18 as, as the legal age for marriage <laughs> yeah. and shit like that. Yeah. But like a lot of the people that are screaming that certain political people are are pedophiles now were completely OK with with it when they were in their 20s and rock stars were banging children, you know, because he's not the only person who's famous that married or dated or raped yeah. or whatever term you want to yeah, use. Yeah. Someone under the age of 18 mm -hmm. when they were in position of power, like, um, didn't Johnny Cash Polanski, have a similar? I'm sure was, everyone, was everyone June, who was a rock wasn't star, June Carter Cash, way younger. That I don't know. I, don't, I feel like he had some, didn't, and I'm pretty, I know Michael Jackson had his issues, whether you know, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, sure. I mean, you know, it is what it is, but like, there, so it's, I think it's common, and I, I don't know, and that's wild. Like, I just didn't. I never got that vibe from Steven Tyler. I don't know. Like, I just didn't think he was that. I don't know. I figured he was a more normal dude than that. I um, mean, sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what the fuck? I mean, not that I'm trying to justify it, but there's a lot of drugs going on at the time. And I mean, he clear. this isn't even just a, oh, yeah, there was this attractive girl who came backstage. She looked a little young and she wanted to party and we did drugs and we, you know, fooled around. Yeah. This is, he literally sought out guardianship of her That's to insane. be her parent like, so she could come live with him. That is, that is wild manipulation. And yeah, and that is trash behavior. <laughs> it is 100% trash behavior, oh, which, God. which leads you into the, if someone is a piece of shit 
and you liked their music before you thought they were a piece of shit, do you disregard their whole catalog at luckily, that point, or do you say, "Luckily here this for is me, the non"? I wasn't like a giant Aerosmith fan. Like I, well, so for me, it doesn't. Like I get it though. Like I, because I, I, I have that problem with Michael Jackson or R. Kelly. I don't have that problem with R. Kelly because I never really thought he's got a couple songs that I I like or liked, but like R. Kelly wasn't ever like. And Chris Brown's in that same like couple songs here or there, but like I'm not rushing right. to play Chris Brown or R. Kelly. No, oh. but they definitely have a fan base. And Absolutely. I've heard someone, oh, yeah. I've heard someone say that that's not that's not rapist R. Kelly making that music. I, that's music, musical magician R. Kelly. So I will I will apologize to everybody, or I, I will apologize to Jen in front of everybody because I parroted some shit that I had read without doing a lot of research. Where somebody's pointed out that it was like, oh, the Rihanna thing with Chris Brown was eighteen years ago or some shit. And, and y'all can't, you know, let him live or whatever. And like, I didn't, I didn't recognize that there were more instances of that same behavior with Chris Brown over the years between Rihanna and now, like, it's not, you know, just the one like, time like he's hit her more no, than no, once. Or there's other, other women. Or? There's, there's been other women that have had similar experiences to what Rihanna had with Chris Brown. And I was like, I didn't mm. realize that at the time. And I was like, I was like, Oh, we got, you know, maybe we could give him a break and no, we can't fuck him. <laughs> So. so that does lead you to the question of if someone fucks up and, and I'm not yeah. excusing the behavior, calling it a fuck up. Yeah. If someone does something fucked up, yeah. do they ever get a a pass? <clears throat> do they ever recover from it or are they forever that I, person? I and think you can recover from it as long as there's not more incidences. So Michael Vick, there haven't been any other incidences and he, he has, has created a charity, created a charity and, and he's doing the right things. I think Michael Vick's a good example of somebody that can make a change. And and it's hard as a animal lover more than a people lover. It's a little bit harder for me to say that, but because it's not like he's, you know, gotten caught again or had issues with it again and he's, you know, has the charity and he does things, you know, to to affect that. I think he's one of the like those examples that you could, you know, let him back into society. I know that there's there's a big oppositional conversation quote unquote about um people who go to prison mm -hmm. so if you went to prison and, and ep was one of these people that was very adamant about it he said if someone goes to prison and they serve their time and they're released they have paid their debt to society it should no longer be held against them yeah. he's like yeah. no don't get me wrong he's like i'm not saying that people who go for six months have served their penance and, and they're done he's like but if someone is too dangerous to be free meaning have their rights restored mm -hmm. and not be monitored and stuff like that. He's like, then they need to still be in prison. Yeah. Cause we had the whole conversation about registered sex offenders. Yeah. And he's like, nobody should have to go to prison as, as punishment and penance. Yeah. Get out and then still continue to be punished and restricted for the rest of their lives. He's like, either they're still a danger and they should be in prison or their debt to society is paid and they're allowed to be free. He's like, it shouldn't be both. So I'm, I'm with that statement when it comes to things like probation and parole because probation and parole are typically a money grab for, um, you know, the prisons and the, and the right. you know, things like that. Most people fail and yeah, it's absolutely. Set up you're, that way. You're, yeah, you're meant to fail. You're not, you're not supposed to survive probation. One of the biggest pieces of advice is we'd give people when I worked in the bail bonds office was if you can do the time, like like if you, if you have the ability job life wise to do the time and avoid probation, do the fucking 30 days or whatever it is. Like if you yeah. can, if you can do it, do the fucking 30 days and get it over with. 
Do your two weeks. Don't spend yeah, the next yeah. 12 because months on probation to fail and go back anyway. If they give anyway. you 30 days, they're going to give you five to 10 days time served anyway. Good behavior. Literally two weeks, you'll be out. And you don't have to be on probation for the next fucking two years paying fucking hundreds of dollars a month. I digress. Um, you know, like it's just, it's it's such a fucking, it's a, it's a goddamn joke. I'm, I'm, I need to do some more reading, but I might be firmly on the side of just entire abolition of the prison system. <laughs> I don't think so. No, I don't know. That's what Australia was it doesn't, for. It, it doesn't sound. It doesn't sound terrible at this point. Ooh, I don't know. Me. No. This it's podcast, a weird one. It's... This podcast is why I'll never be able to run for public office. Well, but my but opponent it... will find these opinions and pull out <laughs> shitty sound bites to use them against me. I just feel like everybody should have the right to vote. Fuck, you're in jail. Yeah. Why can't you vote from yeah, jail? For real? What it, you don't get a say in this country? I mean, the only argument I could see making sense is you can't trust the guards to not manipulate the votes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's why or we you can't, to... can't trust other people to not manipulate yeah. them. Well, and, yeah, like the attorney general in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Got it. 2.5 million votes squashed. Hour and 20... Had I not done that, Biden would have won Texas, and Hour. so would... Hour and so 22 minutes to get Beto. to politics. That's all it took. <laughs> <laughs> It's ready, all politics. You ready to get the fuck out of here, buddy? Oh, so we that. both oh. agreed that uh, oh, yeah, trash. Steven Tyler's trash. Trash. Gotcha. Yeah, no, and then what were your top five on the Dean list again? No uh, particular so order? Darkwing Duck, Family Guy, Beavis and Butthead, uh, King of the Hill, Animaniacs. 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 Yeah. Cool. And I think I'm going to name this episode Tom Morello's Big Old D. <laughs> Oh. Rage against the schlong. Rage against the schlong. <laughs> I like it. That's what it's going. That's what I'm going for. Some of those that cook sausages. <laughs> <laughs> the same that use sauces. I hate you. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. All right. All right. I'll see you Bye. later. Bye. See ya. See ya. Stop it. Hey kids, you've reached the end of the podcast. That's it. There's nothing more here. Just dead air and this closing statement. We appreciate your diligence, though. Now go back about your day and come back for the next show. Or listen again. In fact, that sounds like a better plan. Grab another show. That's what I'm doing right now. Whoever listens the most wins. You don't really win anything, really. Just the memories of better times, which is winning in my book. All right. Well, this is the actual end. Hand banana. <laughs>